You are listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share with you my journey as an artist, the good and not so good. I believe we are all born to create. It just takes practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So join me on this magical journey and stay tuned. Today I'm here with my very first guest, Fairy Ebrahimi. She has been a yoga instructor since 2012, has led multiple yoga retreats for women, is currently teaching group and private classes out of her LA studio, and she is studying to get her Ayurvedic certification. Yoga has been my source of inspiration and has helped me with my creativity. Fairy and I have been a great team combining yoga and art in our workshops and retreats. I wanted to share with you our journey. I'm here with my guest, Fairy Ebrahimi. Hey, Cheryl. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Of course. And our, my first question for you is, how did you decide to become a yoga instructor? Um, well, when I was about, I think I was 25 years old, um, I was married and, uh, you know, I was going to gyms and things like that. And I started taking a yoga class at my gym and I noticed that it made me feel so good. Um, and then I had my first daughter and I kept doing yoga. And when I had my daughter, you know, being a first time mom, um, there was a lot of unexpected changes. And throughout the whole entire time I was doing yoga and I just started doing it all the time because it made me feel so good physically. Um, and then my son was born and after my son was born, as I was driving or walking, I would have these visions, these daydreams of teaching my own yoga classes. And at that time, I thought, oh, like, I can't become a yoga teacher. That's never going to happen. And then eventually the, um, the visions became stronger and there was a whisper in my ear constantly saying, go get your um, uh, yoga teacher's license. Go get it. And at one point, I got so frustrated because the voice would never go away. It was constantly there. <laughs> So at one point, and at that time, financially, it was a difficult time um, financially. So I finally, I just asked my parents for money and I went and I did the teacher training and I kind of just did it just to get that voice out of my head. But once I ended up in teacher training, I felt like it was the place I had been searching for my entire life. I just felt like, wow, I had found exactly what it was that I was looking for. So um, yeah, that's how I ended up in teacher training. <laughs> Isn't that funny when like the voice, that whisper, you hear it, and then if you don't listen to it, it just keeps getting louder, louder and louder. And, louder. <laughs> and it's almost like a like a bug that will not leave you. You swat it, it comes back. You swat it, it comes back. <laughs> and it does not leave you until you do it. And then after you do it, you realize, oh, that's why the voice didn't leave me. It's almost like a, a higher power voice that is trying to put you on the path you're supposed to be on, 
because I feel as humans, we're inundated with so much all the time that it's easy to get distracted. It's easy to let our insecurities or what we think we should do to kind of take us off our path. So I always feel like that voice is that higher divine voice that is more in tune with your purpose than you are sometimes. Yeah. And then once you listen to it, I feel like um, the universe provides you with the resources. Like you are able to figure it out along the way instead of thinking, oh, I just don't have the money for it right now or like all the limiting beliefs yes that we have or been ingrained in us and you you found a way and it worked out so perfectly yes absolutely i feel like when you do align with your path there's other challenges that come up but you know the universe allows you to move forward rather than backward So I wanted to dive into how we first met. I was doing an art class in someone's home. There were many boys that I was teaching and it was the first one I ever did. And I was doing that for a couple of weeks and then you showed up with your daughter and she was the first girl I think in my class and she was so sweet and easy (laughs) (laughs) and such a sweetheart and then you came and you're like hi hi Cheryl I'm Barry (laughs) and I was like oh my gosh I know you because we had a mutual friend and she would always talk about you fairy this fairy that and I'm like who is this fairy and then you fly into my life and you were starting to do yoga classes with the moms while I was teaching the kids, right? Yes. Yeah. So it was, um, so my daughter attended a school, the same school as um, the son of a mutual friend of ours. And they had, there was someone that lived across the street, right across the street from the school. And then Cheryl started doing art classes there. That was in 2012. And then I um, would look at Cheryl and I'd be like, she's so, you know how you see somebody and you're just fascinated by them, you know, you just want to meet them. So I introduced myself and then, and then at the same time, you would do art with the kids in the uh, backyard. And then I started doing yoga with the moms in the living room. I feel like that was the beginning of our journey together. And we yeah. had no idea <laughs> what lays ahead. What, what lay ahead. Like it was just so beautiful and like, um, so meant to be. So meant to be, absolutely. And I think one of the most beautiful things about our relationship is that we kind of um, have evolved at the same rate and the challenges we've faced have been the same, even though they were in different areas, but they were the same and we've really supported each other. And when I was weak, you were strong. When you were weak, I was strong. And um, yeah, I, I just, it's been such a blessing. Well, that's what I love about like collaborating um, with creativity with, you know, someone else. There's so much you learn from each other and so much support you give one another and you're not alone in it. Like you feel like, hey, I got this. I'm going to be okay. And we're there to like cheer each other on and be there for each other. And I think that's what's fueled me all these years. And I feel like it's for you as well. I remember just in the beginning sending you random texts 
and we weren't even that close, but how proud I was of you. And like, you're such a great yoga instructor. And you would tell me I really needed that, you know, like sometimes we need that from someone, you know, I mean, it's, we need to say it to ourselves too, but hearing that from others, for others to cheer you on and coach you, I think it's very important. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like um, in the beginning stages, I mean, it's always nice to hear that, you know, you taught a good class or you painted something beautiful. But I think in the beginning stages, it's always amazing to see that one familiar face consistently show up for you. You know, the one you know cares about you, the one you know that whether you taught a good class or taught a bad class, that person's still going to be there. So that, so thank you, Cheryl. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So tell me what inspired you to do our first yoga art retreat. Um, So um, before I went into um, teacher training, I had an experience that was so powerful that it kind of changed my life. Um, I was doing yoga with a yoga teacher at the gym at that time, and he decided to have a retreat in Ojai, and I went. And at that time in my life, I wasn't in the best place mentally or emotionally, but when I went to this yoga retreat for, it was just a weekend, I literally within two to three days, I was able to feel happier, feel more um, energized, and I something happened that weekend that made me realize that I need to include this into my life, like on a permanent basis. So once I went to teacher training, it was always my dream to provide that for somebody else. And so I, you know, got to a point where then I got excited and I decided I'm going to try to put together a retreat in Ojai. And then I thought, how, like, how beautiful would it be to include other healing modalities like art and um, yoga nidra and reiki and at that point i started reaching out to my closest friends and i asked cheryl you know would you want to do a yoga and art retreat with me and she's like yeah absolutely so it was amazing because we put together a whole weekend of activities that for that first retreat the women really enjoyed yeah and that was my first retreat as well and it was uh, a little terrifying for me <laughs> at first. I, I remember I also had a, I think, did I do a life coaching uh, thing in that not one? On that not, first not one. the first no, one. Not but first one. I remember that one. I um, was uh, teaching art and I was shaking like a leaf. Like, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. In yeah. front of everyone. And it was a little nerve-wracking but then after that first retreat it became easier to uh, lead the other ones and each one was beautiful and an adventure of its own and I feel like we've learned and grown so much from each one and not all of them were perfect but we learned from the good and not so good like the mistakes we made we learned for the next retreat okay what are we going to do next time um that will be better and uh and i i I do i like i remember that first retreat that we ever did was very difficult like because like last minute three of the people were really angry and just wanted to cancel and it was just a lot of challenging uh, 
um, emotions that came up of, you know, of like three of the women, um, I guess had a different idea of what the retreat was going to be. And then when they realized what it's actually going to be, they got upset and they called me a few days before the retreat and they wanted to cancel. It was just a kind of like a mess. But I think, I think one thing <laughs> like I Like life sometimes, it just throws stuff at you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. shoot, now what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think one of the things that Cheryl and I have realized, and I think that's the beauty of our relationship, is we've kind of evolved at the same rate. And the first retreat, we took everything personally. And we thought, oh, why is this happening to us? And we're such victims. The second retreat, (laughs) we're like, maybe this is, you know, supposed to give us a life lesson. You know, the third retreat, something's like something else happened, you know. And so while these retreats were amazing in and of themselves, there was difficult challenges in every single one of the retreats. But I guess the silver lining behind all of it was that when we reflected back and we were able to get over the disappointment or the emotional upheaval that, you know, the drama caused us, we were able to sit back and realize that that challenge was brought directly to us because that's where we needed to learn and grow. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about our relationship is that we've always been able to have those conversations with each other eventually, maybe not right after, but eventually we were always able to sit down and say, this is why this happened to me, you know, this is why this happened to us. Right. And um, seeing the effect it had on the women there and Mm -hmm. the emotions that came out, the opening up and um, the healing, I feel like, you know, I myself have healed a lot through art Mm -hmm. and having the combination of yoga and art together has been so beautiful and like painting the yoga space together at your parents house like that was you know the outdoor space like that was such a beautiful thing to do with one another and it was a wonderful experience yeah and I think one thing that I want to say maybe to the listeners is that um, this podcast is made for creative spirits. And often, you know, um, people who are creative in any way, whether that's art or whether that's fashion design or whether whatever it is, I feel like a lot of the times you don't have the courage to take that next step. And then you take the next step finally, and then something hits you, you know, like some challenge or some quote unquote disappointment or rejection. And I think one thing that, and I, I'm pretty sure Cheryl agrees with me, one thing that we want to convey is that when those challenges come, instead of taking it as a rejection or as a disappointment or as a sign that you should not have ventured on this path, take it as I'm on this path. I know this path belongs. This is where I'm supposed to be. This challenge is um, almost like a little clue or a little sign that this is the area I need to become stronger in. So don't ever uh, look back and say that, or don't ever step on a path of creativity. And when the challenge come, regret that you stepped on the path. Once you step on the path, take every challenge and flip it on its head and ask yourself, why was this sent to me? Where are the areas that I need to become stronger in? And I guess that was probably is the biggest message that I would say, um, not the biggest, one of the greatest messages that I would 
uh, like to share with listeners today? I remember watching you during yoga class and seeing you do all these beautiful poses, which I was in awe of. And I wasn't as close to you then. So I wasn't as comfortable asking you um, if I could take photos of you um, doing these different yoga poses. And then I would paint uh, on canvas and you know, do a whole yoga series. And like you were mentioning earlier, that whisper kept getting louder and louder. Ask her, just ask her. And each yoga class, I would be doing those poses and I would be seeing you do that. And then I would just get so inspired during each class. And, you know, with the beautiful music you would play and all the things you would say. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to ask her after class and see if she'll be okay with it. And then what happened? (laughs) So Cheryl asked me and I was like, yes, I would love to be your model. Because like, you know, from the time I was a little kid, like a little girl, you know, you always dream of, you know, being a model at some point in your life. So when Cheryl asked me, I'm like, of course I'll be your model. I've always wanted to be a model. (laughs) And it was just so beautiful because she took some pictures of me and then she painted them and um, the, the, that when she painted them, she painted them in like such a goddess, such a highly elevated vision. And I remember looking at those photos and I still have the paintings. I still have the originals in my yoga room. We duplicated the originals and kind of blew them up and put them in the, um, the garden space. So these, these paintings have really become very symbolic in my opinion. And I saw something in myself that well, Cheryl saw something in me. She painted it, something I wasn't able to see in myself. And I remember telling her, Cheryl, one day I am going to um, embody the same energy as these women that you painted in these paintings. That's so beautiful. And you were also the one who we did a grand opening once, I think, yoga, and then we had an art exhibit. Yes. You know, in, in your parents' space. And that was the first time I think I did that. And it was with those paintings and other paintings as well with the yoga series. And again, you made me, you didn't make me, but you you wanted me to introduce myself in front of everyone. And again, I was shaking like a leaf. (laughs) I remember. And I feel like, you know, thinking about this now, we would keep pushing each other out of our comfort zones, you know, because I always talk about, I was like painfully shy. And, you know, you're like more outgoing and outspoken. And I feel like we balance each other out. So you were able to push me to do things that I wasn't comfortable doing. And um, after that, like each one became because we had other um, grand opening yoga art um, things together. And I became more comfortable uh, showing my work and talking and where before it was really challenging for me. So you guys will be so proud of Cheryl. The last retreat we did, which was before COVID times, (laughs) she got up (laughs) and she's like, people listen to me. (laughs) This is, this is no more, you know, like, and, and, you know, she was just so inspirational and, you know, she, she's gone through the struggle of doubting herself. She's gone through 
all the struggles that I feel like artists go through. Um, and in our last retreat and the last couple of events that we did, it was just so obvious that all the hard work she's done on herself has really paid off because she would stand there so confident, but not in an intimidating way, just so in her own space. And she would communicate with people and they would, she would take them through these meditations. She would take them through these visualizations and everybody has discovered an artistic part of themselves through the activities that Cheryl um, puts on. And so I feel like if you take one thing away from this podcast is don't be afraid. (laughs) Don't be afraid to tap in. (laughs) Yeah. I heard one saying uh, from a life coach, if it doesn't make your knees knock, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Something to that effect, which sometimes you got to do things that scare the, sorry for my language, that scare the shit out of you Yeah, yeah. (laughs) in order to transform and, um, really shift and get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You were my first model with Allie Bright, another yoga instructor to get body painted. How did you feel about that experience? That was the coolest experience because um, I had never been body painted before and um, it was really amazing to be able to be body painted with another yoga teacher who was my good friend. And we had a really, um, we still do, but had a really deep connection together. And it was just so amazing to watch Cheryl transform us into these goddesses. And then for us to blend into the background that she had painted. And it just, um, I'm always so inspired by her artistic ability and her vision because she transforms you into, um, she kind of takes you into another realm. And the photos afterwards were amazing. There are things I still look at today. So thank you, Cheryl. Well, thank you, because it wasn't work for you. (laughs) I don't think I would have continued doing it because I had this vision and I wasn't sure how I was going to pull it off. And then again, I heard that whisper (laughs) and it said, you know, ask Barry and Allie, see if they'll be your models. <laughs> and of course, we're like, yeah. <laughs> and you know what was cool was afterwards, I mean, I had this high, like natural high, and it just felt so good. And then you came up to me with your, you know, your eyes all big, and you're like, Cheryl, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> and I was like, that was validation for me. Like, okay, so I wasn't the only one who felt no, that. <laughs> that was amazing. And you know, so that was the first body painting we did together. And then the second body painting we did was with a group of women. Um, three of them were yoga instructors. One of them was um, our friend who does Reiki. And we did another body painting in, in a space that, so just backstory. So my, I, I used to teach um, out of my parents' backyard. And it was like a really big space, but it was all concrete. And I just kept looking at this floor and saying to myself, something's missing. And eventually, all of a sudden, it dawned on me, I need to ask Cheryl if she will paint a mandala on this floor. Now, we're talking about like 200 square feet. And she said, okay, she, she, she agreed to do it. And we literally spent 
a few weeks, her and I, she did all the artistic stuff. And I was like the painter that supported her. And we painted the most gorgeous mandala on the floor of my parents, like yard area, like the little backyard area. And to this day, anybody who enters my parents' backyard says how amazing it is. And once we finished that to kind of celebrate that, we did a body painting and she painted four, four women and took pictures of all of us and um, blended it into the background that matched the floor. Um, and, and caveat, it was pouring rain, <laughs> pouring rain. So we're doing all this in pouring rain. Of course, we had something above us. So it wasn't raining right on top of us, but everywhere there was puddles was of water cold. and everyone was cold and we were trying to do these yoga poses. But, you know, it ended up being incredible and it was such a bonding experience for the four women and Cheryl. And yeah, so once again, uh, she faced adversity, but got over it. <laughs> you know, when they say rain or shine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we tried rescheduling it, but it didn't work out with the other women's, uh, their schedule. So we're like, okay, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to figure it out along the way. And it's just an example how like life throws stuff at you. Yeah. And it's just on how you handle it and um, how you choose to see it. So uh, I'll always remember that day. That was a beautiful day. <laughs> My next question is, do you ever feel inspired after doing yoga? I was talking to you earlier about how I feel so inspired after yoga, especially like with all the things you say during class and all the poses you help us with. Um, that's the one thing I loved about your classes is that you would um, adjust us, which not all yoga teachers do. Like I didn't realize how many poses I was doing wrong until I came to your class. And um, you push us to do the pose even more. And also with the playlist you have, always inspiring and so beautiful. And Every time I was done after your yoga class, I was ready to go create. Like, that's that's how good it was for me, is for me. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, I always get inspired. And I feel like for me, doing yoga is kind of a spiritual experience. It's like I always, a lot of the times I enter the class with a little bit of insecurity, like what am I going to teach? And are they going to have a good class? And what if it's a bad class? And doesn't matter how many classes I've taught, I literally will still have the same doubts every time I start a class. But something magical happens like in the middle of the class, you start vibing off the energy of the students, the students start vibing off your energy. And at some point, I just feel like I start to channel, you know, a lot of the times I'm, I don't even know exactly um, what they need, but then I'll start to feel things in my body, I'll start to get images as I'm teaching. And after class, people will tell me, oh, like, you know, I, I really had stiffness in this area and I feel so much better now. Um, so I think I become slightly empathic when I teach. And it's not anything from that I do personally. I like not that I'm taking credit for it. I think that this is the gift I've been born with. And it's a service. It's something that I can offer the world. So yeah, it's very inspirational. I always talk about perfectionism being a creativity killer. 
How do you feel about that? Um, I agree with you that perfectionism is a creativity killer because the anxiety that this idea of perfectionism creates in people just kills their ability to move forward. And, um, you know, at first I was very afraid of being a yoga teacher and especially on getting on social media because I would look at all these other people and think, well, I can't do that pose and my body doesn't look like that. And, um, and then finally, when I realized that um, I don't need to be anybody else, I can be myself and I have something beautiful to contribute, that's when doors opened up for me. That's beautiful. Yeah, I agree. I feel like when I got over my own perfectionism on how things should be with my artwork or comparing myself Mm -hmm. to other artists, because in the beginning, I was very intimidated by other artists and what they were putting out there. Uh, I would have stopped a long time ago. Yeah. And especially um, with thinking about what are people going to think about me if I do this? What are they going to say? And really, it's none of our business what other people think about us. Um, It's just if if we were handed a gift, we use that gift to the best of our ability and we enjoy the process. Yeah. We just have fun. Absolutely. I feel like that's what we've been doing together is just enjoying the process, having fun and creating a lot of magic together. (laughs) Okay. I know art has helped me heal and get through some challenging times. Um, How has yoga done that for you? Um, So yoga has been um, healing for me on multiple levels. It's been physically healing because, um, uh, you know, there's been times I've, and, uh, you know, like had a big headache. I've not felt well physically. So I have an ache and pain somewhere and I'll do yoga and it physically just kind of rebounds me and, and re kind of puts me back together. And it's the same thing emotionally and spiritually, um, the breath in yoga, the breathing, the movements, the holding, the poses, the you know, and and breathing through them. Every aspect of the physical and the spiritual, emotional practice of yoga is, for me personally, very healing. And there's been numerous times in my life where I've uh, felt a tremendous difference from before when I started practicing and then after. You are now studying Ayurvedic medicine, which I find so fascinating. Can you give our listeners a brief intro to that and how it has helped you on your journey? So Ayurveda is a sister science to yoga. They're both come from an ancient um, teaching from the Indian culture and from India. And basically what Ayurveda is, if you can imagine Chinese medicine, but it's a different version of uh, holistic medicine. And it, Ayurveda aims to um, preserve health at the at the at the its most primary um, motive, and it does that through uh, understanding the body as connected to nature, and through understanding the body's functions as a combination of different elements that connect to nature. This was amazing. Thank you for joining me. And uh, this was uh, my first podcast interview. 
with someone and I realized we had a lot of firsts together. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had our first uh, yoga and art class together at that house. And we had our first yoga retreat together. We had our first art and yoga, like grand opening together and the our first, first body, body painting, painting together. Yeah. So lots of beautiful firsts. And I just love how you just jump on board and you're like, yeah, you don't hesitate, which is so beautiful. <laughs> Sometimes I'm honored that someone asked me to be the first. I'm like, me? Of course. Of course. <laughs> so thank you. This is beautiful. Thank and there was you. such a beautiful flow and um, it, it wasn't difficult at all. And I love you. I and love you. I want- I'm proud of you, Cheryl, for- <laughs> You know, listening to that little voice in your head that says, you know, you need to share this with the world. So Yes, I got the voice with this podcast too. You have to do it. You have to do it. Even though there were like people who were like, but how? But how? And I'm like, I don't know how. I'll figure it out along the way because that's what I just do. <laughs> and I did. And um, so I want you to tell our listeners where they could find you. Um, so I have a website, yogabyfairy.com. I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Yoga by Fairy. And um, I currently offer uh, group classes either in person or on Zoom. I also do privates. Um, I'm really excited now that it's safer to open my home up to yoga parties and also the space that Cheryl and I created uh, together. Um, that space is also open for yoga parties and full day retreats. And um, so, yeah, just a lot of beautiful offerings for the 2022 year. And Fairy has a lot of words of inspiration on her Instagram, and she teaches different yoga poses, uh, like one-minute yoga in your chair, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. And um, I will post this in uh, – the episode, uh, all her information. And uh, thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. And see you guys next time. And stay tuned because we are going to be doing another retreat. And we're really excited about that. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me in this episode's Creative Spirits Podcast. I always enjoy having you along. And if you want to see more of my work and get to know me better, you could go on CherylBenji.com or follow me on Instagram at CherylBenji underscore art. And I have a beautiful Facebook community called Creative Spirits. I would love for you to join in on that and become a member and please follow and please share with anyone who you think might be interested in my podcast I would greatly appreciate it it would mean so much to me I really want to spread the creativity the inspiration and all the goodness and have a ripple effect of beauty out there in the world. Love and light always. Until later.